creating history. I'm your host, Caitlin. We're going to empower you to create your own history with God. Let's get this journey started. Hey, everyone. I'm here with Cammie. Hi. I have actually known Cammie since third grade. Is that right? Yep. 1998. Woo. That was a long time ago. So Cammie and I are actually going to talk about waiting on the promise of God and patience today. So before we go ahead and get started, I just want to pray. So Lord, we just thank you for your presence in this place, God. We ask that you would flow through me and you would flow through Cammie today, Lord, and that you would open up people's hearts to receive. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Yes. Woo, let's go. What was the thing that God promised you that you were waiting on? There have been quite a few promises that God has given me, but there's probably one in particular. And I feel like a lot of people are always wanting to hear about the weight in their singleness, you know, <laughs> but I feel like that's such an over-talked about thing. And there's only so many points you can make before it becomes redundant and you repeat yourself, you Absolutely. know? So instead of talking about waiting in the singleness, I want to talk about waiting for my promise from God was that I would become a worship leader and I would lead the heart of the people to the heart of the Father through worship. Yeah. Because I've always been a musician. I picked up the guitar at four. I stopped when I picked up the violin in fifth grade at 10. And mm-hmm. I played that all through high school and afterwards. And I could still even play now. And it's, you know, 18, 19 years later, you know. So it's like I really love music. And I started singing when I was about 16. And my guitar I picked back up when I was 16 too, you know. So music has always been my passion. Yeah. And we, my husband and I go to a church in which we believe in the prophetic. Yeah. The word that was given to me, I was about 21, was he told me that I was going to be a worshiper in ministry and that I was going to be able to use my musical talents to bring the heart of the people to his heart Mm -hmm. um, through worship and that I would become a worship leader. And of course, you know, at the moment, I was like, yeah, that's so cool. But I didn't know that it was going to take me two years to get there. Yeah, yeah. You know. For me, I've seen that a lot of times I'll get prophetic words. And I'm like, okay, well, that doesn't sound like it's for now, God. Maybe I have to put that on the shelf right? and wait for it to come later. So I definitely see where you're coming from with that. And I'm so excited to kind of dive in and hear about your waiting process on the Lord and how you how you waited with him in that, you know, Mm -hmm. because it's not waiting by yourself or waiting with God for something. Right. In what ways did you struggle with the wait? Prior to getting the word from God about me becoming a worship leader, I had joined this ministry group at, um, when I was at George Mason. Um, for those who don't know, it's the local university here, George Mason university. Um, and it was called the gathering and we had had a session one night, um, where we had talked about, you know, I guess the big question was, what would you ask God for? Something that you know you need, not necessarily that you want, but something that you need. Um, and I'm, I'm like 21. And of course, my answer, knowing how I am, knowing how impatient I am, and knowing how like mm-hmm. impulsive I am, and I make fast decisions. And, you know, sometimes I don't think about things that I should think through before I make a decision. <laughs> um, you know, I was like, well, shoot, I'm going to ask God for patience. Ooh. <laughs> that's the last thing you want to do. <laughs> right. Well, that's, that's the thing, you know, what I had learned during that lesson 
was that God, when you ask God for something, he doesn't just give it to you. He gives you a situation in which you have to utilize that skill. Yeah. So you, if you ask for strength from God, he's going to give you a situation where you have to be strong. Mm-hmm. If you ask for patience, he's going to give you a situation in which you have to be patient. Yep. And me being the crazy self I am, asked for patience, <laughs> you know, and at the time during that waiting period, I was like, crap, this was a mistake. You know, but looking back on it now, you know, I'm just like, wow, that was a real blessing because now I find myself having more patience for things, you know, currently going on. Um, And so when I had received that word from God about being becoming a worship leader, I was like, okay, all right, let's get started. Mm -hmm. You know, but then all of a sudden I had to, I had to reflect back to, to, God's going to make me be patient in this. And I had to be patient. And I bugged the heck out of some people. Mm-hmm. Like my friends, I was always complaining. Because I have a lot of um, worship leader friends or mm-hmm. people that serve on their worship team. Yeah. And I'd be like, I don't know why they're not putting me up there. God told me this. Like they were there. Like I don't understand. They saw the word being given. So why aren't they putting me up to do what God called me to do? Like yeah. this is what I want to do. This is my passion. You know. And me being my ignorant and immature self, it's kind of like, okay, but do you have the right mindset? Yeah, yeah, you're cool, and yeah, you got talent, yeah, you could do this and that, but do you have the right mindset? Are you mentally capable of handling that such responsibility? Yeah, yeah. You know, leading people into worship is right. such a big, it is such a big responsibility. Absolutely, and it's a lifestyle too. So right, definitely. So. When did you finally come to acceptance with the waiting period? And how exactly did you come into that acceptance of waiting? So there are um, actually a few people in the Bible that God had made promises to. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's um, one example in particular, um, you know, when we have to think about patience is thinking about Abraham. You know, because, I mean, yes, he he promised Abraham his generations of the land to be able to live in peace, you know, such. but he also said, you're going to have a son, mm-hmm. you know, but then Sarah <laughs> at the time was being impatient because she said, oh, well, God said you're going to have a son, but I can't bear children. Yep. You know, so she was like, oh, I have Hagar who gave birth to Ishmael. So it's like you're allowing your husband to be with another woman, a second wife, in order to, you know, give the promise that God made for your husband because you think that you can't bear children. But here she is in her late age with gray hair bearing Isaac. (laughs) You know what I mean? So it's like if she would have waited Mm -hmm. and just trusted God's word, he is going to have a son with you, then, you know, I mean, granted, God allows everything to happen for a reason, but at the same time, it's like, if you would have just waited, yeah, you know, we yeah. could have. Yeah, sometimes we can cause things to happen just by our impatience or going and making decisions that shouldn't be made, you know? Right. So we have, we have free will. Right. And even though we want to be within the will of God, we still have the ability to make choices. And if we're impatient... We can make some impulsive decisions and end up on another course and have to veer back to the way God had planned it for, planned for it to be. Right. Um, there's one thing in particular um, that came really into full acceptance with the wait um, 
and it was something that the pastor had preached at one time and he said you know there are moments that we want to throw the towel in mm. because the moments that we're living in are not aligned with what we were promised yeah. you know but we have to remember who was the one that made the promise yeah was it a human being was it your husband was it your wife was it your brother your sister your parents your friend you know did your dog give you the big puppy dog eyes and swear by his um, you know, tears running down his face that he was never going to tear up your favorite pair of shoes again. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, it's a big thing that you have to think about who is the person that made the promise. Because yeah. the person who made the promise is the one who pulled the people out of bondage. Mm. He's the one who gave Sarah a son in her late age with gray hair. Yeah. He's the one who gave Moses the ability to strike down Pharaoh and defeat him and set his people free yeah. and give them a land, you know, that they were promised, you know. Um, he was, God was the man who healed a woman who bled for 12 years. He was the one who rose Lazarus from the dead and made a blind man see. That same God who did all those things is the same God who made a promise yeah. to us. Absolutely. You know, and I had to remember that. And that's when I came into full acceptance of remembering that it'll come when the time is supposed to come amen amen it's all about timing right god's timing is perfect yep and we have to realize that right i mean there are promises that are conditional mm -hmm. you know it's like oh yeah i promised you this but you got to do this this and this to get there oh, yeah yeah you know what i mean if we're not doing what we're supposed to do and seeking after him following him following his instructions then we are out of a line with getting to that promise right so Right. And you can delay your promise, too. Absolutely. Like, delaying your blessing is no joke. Girl, that might be why I'm single. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's God's timing, too. It really is God's it is, timing. It is God's timing. But, you know, there might have been some delay there on my part. Yeah. <laughs> How did community play a part in your process? Um, so what I did was, after I really was like, all right, God, I'm going to wait, you know, and... Um, my youth pastor at the time, she was one of the leaders on the worship team, and um, this is when I was attending a different church, and she uh, she really kind of mentored me, like, in into being able to become a worship leader. You know, it had pushed me into learning more about what worship was, you know, because a lot of people think that, oh, well, they're up there singing and playing music, like, that's all they're doing, like... <laughs> False. False. <laughs> that is a big F-A-L-S-E. It is false. You know, <laughs> worshiping is, yeah, music can be involved, but worship mm -hmm. is also not music being involved. You know, it goes a lot deeper than just singing a tune. Mm -hmm. You know, there's somebody who could probably sound like a gorilla, but if they have that anointing, yep. it can touch lives just as much as a person who can sing better than Mariah Carey. Yeah, absolutely. You know? So. That was a big part for community with my youth pastor, you know, obviously getting the church to support you. Um, you know, that's one resource that I would say is probably one of the best resources that if you have a calling in the church, the best resource that you're going to get is the church. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? The people in the church, you know, so if you want to, you know, be a worship leader because you feel that that's where God is calling you, then you need to start 
talking with the worship leaders, getting mentored by them, learning what it is to worship. Mm -hmm. If you feel, you know, that you're meant to be in the kids ministry, cool. You might be good with kids, but you know, now you need to learn how to teach kids about Jesus. Yeah, absolutely. You know, all kinds of things like that. So those are just a few examples of how community really helped me with that. How did your life begin to shift once you came to peace with your waiting season? Oh man, you know, I felt like once I accepted the fact that I knew I was going to have to wait and once I started getting mentored by my youth pastor and like some of the other members of the team and, you know, like I said, some of my outside friends who were worshipers on their team, like it made the time go by really fast where all of a sudden I blinked and they were like, hey, do you want to, you know, come up? Mm -hmm. You know, we kind of um, had you do a special at our retreat like two weeks ago, but we didn't tell you that was you kind of auditioning for it rather (laughs) than you know, everybody else is going to have to actually do an audition, but we just wanted you to sing that special during the retreat because we wanted to, like, see your flow without you knowing that it was an audition. And I was like, oh, shoot. Well, that was quick, you know, (laughs) and it felt like quickness because I had been like, all right, I'm ready to wait. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. That's awesome. So what would you tell the people about God's timing versus our timing? Oh, Lord, I could go on about this. I'm going to keep it short. Um... (laughs) (laughs) It does sound cliche, but God's timing is so genuinely perfect. And I'm talking about, like, perfect to the point where the ugliest stain could come out of a white shirt and it looks brand new type Mm, of perfect. Yes. You know what I mean? Um, And it's really unfortunate that a lot of us don't come to realize this until after you get there. You know what I mean? That the waiting period was worth it. Sometimes you just have to say challenge accepted. Yep. Because there are times where things happen that we don't want yet, but God is like, that's cool, but you need this right now. You may not want it, but you need it. Mm. And I'll give you an example. Jesse and I, we had gotten married this past March, and it was within that same month that we got pregnant. And, (laughs) And I was like, um what is this God? Why are you doing this to me? Like, I'm not going to blame him for it, obviously, you know, because we were married. So, you know, first married couples get excited because you wait. <laughs> you know, that's another waiting process right there, you know, because it, it, it's a real thing. Like, it's oh, yeah. a real genuine thing to wait for that, uh-huh. especially Absolutely. being a human, you know. And so to wait for that and to finally be able to have that with the person you, you were, you are now in a Christian yoked, yoked relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, you're in that, like you said, covenant with that person. It's okay. And, you know, can't blame God for you being excited. But at the same time, God allows everything to happen for a reason. Absolutely. So even though this child was not timing-wise planned, because Mm -hmm. we wanted to wait at least a year of Mm -hmm. being married before, you know, having kids. So you can enjoy each other. Right. But God was like, sorry, you need this now. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and the only thing I can say to that is, okay, God, challenge accepted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, challenge freaking accepted. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't, and we can't do anything about it. It Absolutely. happened, it's there, you know, and, and, and that's for any situation. Like, exactly. God gives you what you need. He doesn't give you what you want. Mm-hmm. So. And sometimes you just got to take up that cross and bear it with him. Exactly. And it hurts sometimes, but it's worth it in the end, you mm-hmm. know. Definitely right. worth it. If there's one thing, aside from timing, 
that you wanted to encourage the people in the waiting period, what would it be? Mm. This is deep. This is deep. Um, Go deep, Cammie. Go deep. (laughs) Well, first of all, we have to think about our environment. If you get yourself involved into good things with good people, you're going to have fun. And what do they say about time when you're having fun? Time flies when you're having fun. Exactly. (laughs) My brain farted for a second, (laughs) y'all. Time flies when you're having fun. And if you're surrounding yourself with the good, like-minded people, getting yourself involved in ministry, like I said, getting that mentorship in the field or the, the... the section of ministry mm-hmm. that you want to dive into, or even if it's a secular thing in the outside world, maybe your job, you want to become, you know, a senior worker in your job. You need to learn how to be a senior worker. So when you apply for it, you go for the interview, you know what you're doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's no matter what it is that you're wanting to go for, you got to get involved in it mm-hmm. even beforehand. And so finding things to preoccupy your time, because when you're preoccupied and you're so busy, you look at the clock and it's gone. Time has went and came and gone. And all of a sudden now you're finally at the promise that God gave to you yeah. because you've been so busy because you're not thinking about actively thinking about the time or the weight. You don't pay much attention. So it goes by faster. I mean, sometimes things come to us once we stop looking for them. Yeah. It was when I deleted all the dating apps and <laughs> all of the, I was on them junk. Like, I was like, this is real, y'all. Like, I, as soon as I deleted those and I stopped looking for my husband, yeah. my husband found me. Yep. And little did I know it was somebody who I had known for already for two and a half years. Wow. You know what I mean? So it's like, when you stop looking for stuff, that's when it comes in. Mm. And so that's what I feel like a lot of people need to understand. Yeah. yeah. We definitely need to be about our father's business. Jesus was about his father's business. Mm-hmm. And as Christians, we want to be Christ-like. Right. So we need to be about our, our father's business. And if we align ourselves with his will and what we're supposed to do, like even doing this podcast, like I'm being obedient to what he called me to. I know I'm called to, to greater, um, but right now this is what he called me to. And so I'm stepping out and doing this. And being obedient to what he wants me to do in this season. Right. So whatever the last thing that God told you to do, what even if that's just pray and read your Bible, do it until he tells you to do something else. Right. You know, something about God and being a Christian is that I don't like the word religion. And I know a lot of people say this is because it's like, well, it's not a religion. It's a relationship. And genuinely, it is a relationship. And if you're in a relationship, no matter who it's with, it could be with your mom, you know, your brother, your sister, your parents, like your cousin, or even just friends or actual family that you call, like friends that you call family, no matter Mm -hmm. who it's with, no matter what relationship it is, it requires love and trust. Yeah. You know, that love can be an intimate love or a family love or a friend love, but just love in general. You know, you have to have that love. Yeah. And the Bible in Galatians talks about the fruit of the spirit being love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. You know, love is the first one. Mm. That is the first fruit of the spirit listed in Galatians. And then it goes deeper than that in the Bible because 1 Corinthians 13, 4 talks about what love is. Yeah, Love is patient. 
The first one says love is patient. So if you love the Lord, you will be patient and understand that his timing will come. You just have to sit and wait. The Bible says, be still and know that I am God. You know, um, Jeremiah 29, 11 says, I know the plans that I have for you. You know, and John 5, 7 says, be patient then brothers and sisters. You see how the farmer waits for the land to yield its valuable crop, Mm. patiently waiting for the autumn springs and the rain. You too be patient and stand firm. Yeah. You know, and that's what the Bible says. You know, and if you think about it, sitting in a relationship with no love or trust is like sitting in a car with no gas. Mm. You can sit in it for a long time and as long as you want. But without the love and patience, you ain't going nowhere. Absolutely. He's stuck. <laughs> <laughs> right. So it's really important to, you know, just wait on God's timing. Find things that occupy your time to make time go faster and know that God made the promise. So God's going to fulfill that promise. Absolutely. I love that. And I love the, um, just that the Bible talks so much about patience. It does. It really does. There's so much in the word about patience. Like, God's promises are yes and amen. Right. And everything that he's promised us is going to come to pass. It's just a matter of us waiting with him for it to come to pass. Right. Because we can't, you can wait on your own, Mm -hmm. but it's going to be extremely painful. It is. It's just so much easier to give in to him and allow him to be with you in that process of waiting. Right. Absolutely. So I've really, really, really enjoyed talking to you about this. Yeah. I'm glad that I could awesome it has been awesome and you know it's 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 hard especially finding people that you've known for so long because you know you and I didn't really have like that close friendship growing Mm -hmm. up we've known each other for like 20 some years but we still (laughs) don't like I think it's the first time I've ever been to Cammie's house it is it is in my entire life (laughs) yeah and I've still never been to yours so next time we'll go to here (laughs) no that's Um, okay (laughs) (laughs) you know but it's 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 crazy how you know people can connect in different ways Mm -hmm. you know we started connecting again once first of all the prayer walk yep yep and then the second time was when we talked about you shaving your head yes yes you know what I mean and look here we are in my living room making a podcast oh yes well it was really awesome talking to you and catching up I'm super excited to get this episode out it's definitely spoken to me about waiting um for things that God has promised because there's a lot that God has spoken over my life Mm -hmm. so I'm really excited, and I hope that you guys got something from this. Mm, I hope so, too. Have a great week. We'll see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys for listening. Head over to our website, creatingyourhistory.com, to check out the blog for this episode and others. Make sure to subscribe, share, and rate us. We love you, and we look forward to sharing next week's episode with you.